Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible, most of the time, and stopping <laughs> fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. Hello, everyone. This is Holly Cates of Holly Cates Styling, and this is the Fashion Crimes Podcast, where we talk about shit we cannot unsee. Introducing my celebrity stylist, best gay, very gay mother, Mr. Nolan Meter. Hello there. Hello, my queen. How are you today? What's happening? What's the hat? I'm good. How are you? Um, I am well, so, today? so good. It's a thousand degrees in the GA, just saying. Might as well live in Florida, but things are looking up. I don't know how my day can get any better because we have Allison Weisel here today, our third amigo. I can't, I'm so excited. Nolan, let's talk about her long laundry list of stats. Hit it. I know there's too many. I just have to, I have to do like a Cliff Notes version because if I like listed all of her accomplishments, I'd be here for 12 hours. I'm so proud you know what Cliff Notes are. Wow. Okay. How do you think I got through high school? <laughs> well you well you of course know Allison so Allison is one of the most highly respected makeup artists in the city I like to say she's like the best kept secret because only like the really really rich and really really powerful like know who she is because she's like that good and like let's be honest like when you're powerful you need somebody good and so yeah that's, yeah. that's who she has and what's like so unique about Allison is she's so multifaceted a lot of makeup artists like have a niche where they either do tv work or they do private clients Allison does it all so she has all of her private clients. She's worked with celebrities, like several of the housewives we know. She does on-air work with NBC. CNN. Uh, CNN. MSNBC. Uh, the yes, MSNBC, the Yes Network. And of course, my favorite thing that she does, because it is like the most insane thing ever, is her editorial work. So she's done Elegant Magazine, which I think she said were covers, which is pretty insane. And then of course, Vulcan Magazine. And most recently, Nylon, which I had the, the pleasure of working with her on. And quite frankly, her skills are just terrifyingly good. And little cheat sheet disclaimer, she is one of our besties. So She is part of the posse. She, she is part is of the part posse. Of the posse sure. So <laughs> we will be right back with Allison Weisel. Allison, what is up, Queen? Hi, besties. I miss you. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Oh, it's like a party. It's a um, party. Allison, thank you so much for joining us. We are doing this podcast and we love to talk all the time. As you know, we all talk on the phone because really talking on the phone is a lost art. It makes me sad that people enjoy texting and I text too, whatever, but I enjoy talking. So thanks for not being annoyed. Um, and <laughs> we asked you to do this. I'm so excited um, to fun be here. Too, though. Like I have a problem with texting because you can't multitask while texting. Agreed. I, I, like I, I can talk on the can. phone. Like I call you and I talk on the phone. Like 
I'll be in the shower shampooing and she'll be on speakerphone. Allison too, like you've been there. <laughs> you've been there. I can't be like texting you while I'm shampooing, but like I totally, totally can do it on speakerphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for true. sure. Totally for sure. true. And we're so excited because Allison, you know, as much as we, I mean, Nolan and I talk about how humble we are and we're like, so, you know, freaking <laughs> nice people. We're and, very gracious. We're I so mean, gracious. We're so nice. And I, I do have to say that we are going to interview Liz later. She is really the fire that lit all of us. She, I met Liz. We met Nolan. Nolan met you. Nolan introduced you to me. I mean, and that really was my best work. Let's be honest. Really. And I mean, <laughs> I am not a lesbian. I, I, I love lesbians, but I'm not one. But if I was a lesbian, I think that I would pursue you. I do. That's oh. how much I love you. Amazing. That makes me feel so awesome. And I'm I would so totally flattered. have sex with you. And Amazing. I would call you yes. next day. I would do yes. That. God, I love that it. would be amazing. amazing. Well, I, well, I, I thought about it because you were coming to New York finally after, you know, eons of me harassing you to get a place <laughs> in New York. Um, and you, you can say it was for your husband's job, but really I know it was because you were tired of hearing me yell at you for not coming to see me enough. And I was like, I had, you know, become friends with Allison. And I was like, wait a minute. If I introduce them and they're so similar, I won't have to split my time anymore. <laughs> so it was very self-serving, but it was the best thing I've ever done because we've had so much fun together. It, it so really was fun. It, it really was great. And we have a lot of fun together and we can bounce ideas off each other. And we are in fashion. Noel and I are in fashion and Allison's in makeup. And I just want to say that I got the fashion gene. I did not get the hair and makeup gene. It is very foreign to me. I know it can be learned. I know it's like cooking. It takes practice, but some people are naturally gifted. I mean, come on now, work, right? It's just, you either got it or you don't, but you can learn it. I don't want to learn it. I want you to do my makeup. Right. I don't want to do it. Well, and you did for this fashion week and look how incredible you looked for like the Cellular Point show that morning. Thank I God. mean, your makeup was insane. Because my glam squad, y'all got a hard job. I'm not going to lie to you. Y'all got a really hard job. Y'all got a lot of work. Stop it. You're gorgeous. I got a lot, y'all got a lot of work. And I felt so glamorous, but I didn't feel really made up, right? I didn't feel like I had like- well, it was effortless. And the, the, like, it's just like, who's looking at me? What am I, a fucking supermodel? Like, stop. Well, like, I just, can I tell the story of when I introduced you to and how funny that day was? Um, hit it, Nolan. Hit it. Well, we were all in the city and I was like, okay, so Allison, you're going to meet me. You had just moved into your apartment, Holly. So you had three chairs at the time yeah. because yeah, you're, fan you're fancy and all of your, like your furniture has to be delivered. So like we had three chairs and I called Allison, I come over and we sat and talked for hours. And then right as Allison's about to leave, you're like, wait a minute, let's go do my makeup. And so you're like having her teach you how to do your makeup. We're sitting, I was sitting in your tub. And Allison was sitting on the side of oh, your yeah, tub. Oh, yeah, that's you were sitting in the tub. I totally forgot about that. That's amazing. Not my fault and you're like, invited her over, and I said, I have three chairs. What? And you're like, <laughs> one, two, three. I was, anyway, I was embarrassed, but it was great. And uh, we have ridden off all three of us into the sunset on magical unicorns together. Yes, we since. have. Ever since. However, you know, it was so fun meeting you and becoming friends with you and learning about you and your career. And we want to talk about, you know, just shit that you can't unsee. What are your struggle? Is the struggle real as a makeup artist? I wouldn't know. <laughs> I think the struggle is real. I think it really depends on the situation because I love what I do. 
Um, and oftentimes I think as a stylist, like you guys, I am more of a psychologist, a therapist um, that also works on bringing the outer beauty, like with the inner beauty. I've been pretty fortunate, I think, that I have worked with some amazing people. I think sometimes I would say some people don't, and I don't know, maybe you guys could tell me in terms of styling, that people don't necessarily know like what goes into my craft. Um, oh, 100%. And, right. And how much like I invest in taking classes and my products and how expensive they are and that, you know, it's my time and also my artistry. Um, you know, sometimes that I think that's the most challenging and hardest part for me more than anything else, because I do love what I do. But other than that, I think I've been, you know, fairly fortunate. I mean, I think we all have clients that sometimes are like a little bit, you know, maybe don't appreciate as much as, much as we would like them to. But I think all of us have been fortunate in that we've been, you know, able to do what we love for a living. I mean, that's, that's so true. And but, I mean, I think the point with that is too, that all of the creative industries, I feel like people sometimes have a problem justifying it. And they'll say things like that, like, oh, I could never afford you. It's too expensive. So they'll just text me and ask me a question. And I'll be like, if you texted, as Sonica said last week, if you text your lawyer and ask him a question, he's going to bill you for half an Mm -hmm. hour. Right. So like like with you, and it's, because you're at like an advanced part of your career where it's like, you're not going to do like random people's makeup for favors anymore. Like you, you know, you have big clients, like people will still ask me for favors. I'm sure people still ask you for favors. It's like, they don't understand the like the time, the research, and the dedication that right. it takes. I mean, and your overhead right. is a lot more than mine because like, you have obviously all of these products, right? And all these people, you're not using drug, like you're not really using drugstore products. You're using like st- beautiful stuff. Like I've seen your kid. It's Nars and Tom Ford and Laura Mercier. All these incredible products. It's so like I- when, it's like when you know people see somebody in a magazine. They're like, oh, she looks so natural. I'm like, you have no idea what it takes to get her. Right. Like, she has no makeup on. <laughs> Right. And I think, you know, to, to, to Nolan's point and your point also, I mean, I think that I think partially because of social media, why it has done wonders for many people. The other part of that is when people see, you know, makeup artists on social media, usually doing makeup on themselves, they also don't know like what goes into the back end of what I do. Right. So they're like, well, you know, I can get anybody to do my makeup and you can get anybody to do your makeup. You're not going to get me. Right. Not, but Yes. You can get, you can get whoever you want, but I think, you know, the time and the effort that we all, you, me, Nolan, and as Nolan said, creatives really like the ones who are really invested in their careers, take time to understand knowledge about their industries and really work hard. I think other people who are not in our industries don't get that. Right. So right. people will say, Oh, well, it's not a nine to five. Like, and right. Know, still work the same amount of time. You know, you right. get up at, ungodly early hours of the morning to make it to do an NBC segment. That's, you know, early, then you have to drive, you know, drive, and then you have to pack everything. It's a lot of work. And I think people are often like so quick to take advantage of that. Or like I was talking with an influencer from the other day, ask for like free things all the time. And I'm like, girl, just because it's not like a profession you understand does not mean it's any less valuable. Right. That's right. I mean, is high def the the invention of high def TV like your worst enemy? I mean, I mean, I think um, before you could do makeup on people, and you could probably cover stuff up easier now with like four K, six K, eight K. I mean, they can see a pore on your face, right? So you really have to you really have to know how to do 
makeup. And also another thing, you know, back to leading up to 4k and leading up to also in terms of like people who don't really necessarily work at their craft. When you see, and I don't want to say influencers, but when you see makeup artists on Instagram who are not necessarily not makeup artists and they're great, they usually doing makeup one on themselves are people that are like super stunning. And so I think another thing that comes with honing my craft is learning how to do makeup on any skin type, any skin complexion. I mean, those are things that we we have to study because oftentimes I'll have a model who sits in my chair. Like for fashion week, I had so many girls and like the first three girls had terrible skin and discoloration and acne, right? And if I didn't know how to work with that type of skin in such a, in, in, in just in a fast manner, they would have right. walked out and looked crazy. Right. Because like, especially with fashion week, you only have a finite amount of time right. to get that model in and out of your chair. Right. In and out of your chair. And so you have to be able to know how to work with skin that isn't perfect. It's skin right. that doesn't, you know, that doesn't like have a filter on it. I mean, do you love putting makeup on old dudes? You know what? I, <laughs> it's so funny. I do. I know it's so crazy, but I love going to the Yes Network and doing makeup for like the Yankees guys and the um because they are they, they shut up and they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. They've been doing it forever. They're like they've been on TV. They're like just put it on. I mean, some of them get real. Like some of them are like, okay, I just you know like I don't like Roger Clemens was like, okay, 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 I just fine. You have to put some powder on me. That's fine, right? But like, and I was like, okay, I just don't want to get yelled at by like you know the producer, yeah, but. Of course. Those guys are easy. They're like, okay, great. We know what we're here. We know we got a job to do. Put on the makeup. And, and I'm like, great. I love you so much. Could I be here every day? Like, they don't care. They're they great. Care unless they like, they think it's funny. And then yeah. most of them, they get, they get it. Like if they're, yeah. on TV, they're not stupid, they understand, like they don't have a choice. Yes. But, so and my, they trust you too. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan, my husband is in TV, but he's not on TV. <laughs> so <laughs> he, did a presentation um, for the upfront, which is all the advertising that gets sold for television networks. And they had a makeup artist there and he comes home with this bag of makeup and he's like, oh, she told me to just give it to you because of COVID there, she can't reuse anything. She had to buy all new stuff. And right. I'm like, this poor girl put all this on Jonathan. I know there were like tears in his eyes going, please stop. <laughs> but he was very gracious and he did it. But it was the widest foundation ever. Seen. Oh, it was? I, I mean, I'm just saying he's fair. So, I mean, you know, it was just so he looked even, but I just thought it was funny that it wasn't like, you know, it was just like the whole, it was foundation and powder and, and oil and, and all this kind of stuff. He did, and she put some, you know, a little bit, I think, little tiny bit of mascara but it was like clear um <laughs> but he was a good sport so I was proud of him I was proud of him oh my god that's awesome I, I would love to do makeup on guys like Jonathan because because <laughs> it's awesome listen it's you great. cannot perfect perfection okay boo that's true you're right I you can't cannot perfect perfection I know honey um it's <laughs> a lot of work it's a lot of work so I do want to tell you this Allison and Nolan me and Allison have been splitting the master class and we yes. split the subscription and I have been doing it like it's my job because what else do I have to do? But anyway, um, <laughs> you're very busy. You're very busy. You're doing so your garden. You are and busy. Plant wall and you're and working out. And Peloton. Yes. First of all, kiss my ASS on that one. I am very busy. <laughs> I've had some clients and I'm working on it. Okay. I'm working on it. You have, but today you did your plant wall and I did, I did save you. That was, wow. And I worked out and I'm doing Peloton later. Okay, so you're amazing. So beyond that, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah. So we've been doing the masterclass. I, I do want to give Sarah Blakely, she's the founder of Spanx, a plug. No, Allison, if you have not, and I'm going to give it to Nolan, it's life-changing. 
Okay, that's Gus. Oh, that one I didn't see. Okay, I have to see that one. Phenomenal. So we love I, her. So we love her. And for preparation for our interview with our bestie, I watched most of the Bobby Brown um, right, right. masterclass. I I like her very much. Uh, strong like. She's uh, great at what she does. She's very, mon- I want to say she's very monotone. She's not like super upbeat. She's not like, right. oh, fabulous. You know, she's just super monotone. Right. But she does what's called nude makeup. And I thought, right. have you heard that term before? So the ma- the term that I um, get asked to do, which is probably like a parallel term, is called the no makeup makeup look. Yes. Yes. Which is what I would venture to tell you that um, 95% of my private clients ask me for. Um, and that and that goes along with my aesthetic. Like my job is really to just enhance your features and to make you feel as beautiful as you can without making you feel uncomfortable. Because I cannot tell you how many times I have heard from so many clients that I had my makeup done and she didn't listen to me and I hated it and I looked Aww. crazy and they sit in my chair and they're a bit afraid and they're hesitant. Um, yeah. And it's my job to listen because many years ago, a, a colleague of mine said, you know, don't ask people what they want. And I said, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, then you're going to give them too many options. Just tell them what they need. And she's very successful, but I never operated that way. I always ask people what they want. In the beginning of my career, people, some people will get a little annoyed. They'd be like, well, you're the expert. And I say, I know I'm the expert. But if you tell me that black eyeliner is your thing and I tell you you can't wear it, you're going to look at that picture for the rest of your life and say, you know what? I love my outfit. I love my hair, but I hated my makeup. I have to work with what makes you comfortable and what works with you and try And look, we can always try different things. But um, if we're talking about a nude makeup, it's going to be, uh, or no makeup makeup, look, it's going to be makeup that makes you feel and look beautiful. And it's makeup that you would do every day or in tonight, you know, that kind of thing. I just have never heard that term. I was really impressed by that. Yes, yes, yes. Nude makeup, like, you know, makeup that you would feel comfortable wearing to any occasion, even if you went out at nighttime somewhere fancy and you didn't have a smoky eye. And some people just always wear nude makeup or no makeup makeup look. That's super common, right? Like if you look at most of my clients, that's how they want to look. No one knows more about makeup than I do. <laughs> well, here's what, here's how it really works. So Allison knows how to do the makeup. She knows everything about makeup. But before we had Allison, I'd hear from like my friends who are influencers or I'd go to the brand events, whatever, of like what makeup was like really popular and what was really good and what people liked. So when Holly would ask me, I'd say, okay, so buy this, 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 and this. But now, but then I wouldn't know what to do with it. So she was sort of on her own in that respect. And it's just, if Nolan buys me one more lipstick, I'm literally (laughs) going to crack. Because every party he goes to, every event, well, there's no events now, but there was a lot. It's, oh, I got you a new lipstick. Oh, I got you this. Oh, I got you this. And I'm like, I cannot, I cannot close my drawer. I don't think you understand. And, <laughs> oh my well, God. I think most, people, most people would, most people would love that. And you're just I, not into it. And that's on you. It's not feeling it. Not, and I, I have enough lipstick to last me forever. I don't wear lipstick every day. And so that is what I just, that sounds like a you problem. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> going, back Bobby, going back to Bobby Brown, uh, it was very interesting to watch. She did an Asian older lady. When I say older, I mean probably fifties. Okay. Uh, a young black girl and a white girl. And she was talking about the different colors and matching the colors. 
And to me, you must see the world in color because when she held up the blush to any one of those models, I was like, she was like, I would definitely do these two, you know, one of these two. I'm like, well, what's wrong with that one? That one looks good. You know, and I know you have to try it on and your skin absorbs it differently and depends how dry you are and how oily you are. But how do you, I mean, are you winging it? Like, let's put on this and let's do that. I mean, are you just like, how do you make, there's so many decisions. It's just it, hyperventilate. It really depends on the client and the occasion. And so that's sort of the thing is you have to do, um, I, I always recommend having um, a trial with people and I always sit right. down with them. And actually the trial takes way longer than the actual day of. And we sort of figure out like, if again, me asking the questions, like a detective saying, so like, what do you like to wear if you were going to wear makeup? And they may say browns or, and then it'll come out. They'll say, well, I don't like orange and I don't like blue and I don't like purple. So I'm not going to use that. So I would look in my, you know, thousand million eyeshadows and they'll say, okay, so I want to do a little smoky. So maybe we'll do like uh, seven variations of smoky, uh, of brown, right? And we'll do some gold and we'll, if they want to do super neutral, like when I do like a lot of news, you know, it's very it's in the neutrals. We don't get crazy. Um, and when it comes to lips, you know, again, most of my clients are wanting like a nude makeup look. Whereas I just did a zoom makeup the other day with one of my big clients and her assistant was on with us and she, and I sent her two lipsticks and she said, okay, you know, I want her to wear like, what is she wearing? She's wearing a pink dress. I want her to wear the punchier, you know, lipstick. Um, and so in that respect, but I also think I, I, base it on not really what they're wearing, but really what their comfort level is. So like if I told you that I would love to see you in a bright red lipstick, but you were like, ooh, I don't like that, then maybe oh, I'll find- Holly loves she, a bright red lip. She it does, but, sad, but if she didn't, I would say, you know what, if we, but she's like, but I kind of want to wear red. What I would do is look in my array of lipsticks and find something that's in a red family, but maybe like closer to the berry side, or maybe I would do a gloss you know, to do something that would make her, you know, happy with the red situation, but not overwhelm her. Cause sometimes then she'll look at the picture and say, all I saw were my red lips. I mean, she tells you, you know, fingers more than, you know, think she uses her fingers and brushes. Right. Does right. You know, she said, you know, a lot of the times I don't even wear a foundation and that's where I scratched the record and went, yeah, are you for real? Yeah. So she, I cannot imagine going out without when people are looking at my face, right? <laughs> not wearing foundation. And she had great skin. Believe me, she has great skin. Right. I say, but I just was like, who is on the 50 upswing and doesn't wear a foundation? Like if I could get away with that, praise Jesus. But you can, so you can. And I think, I, I feel think, like it. I think you can. I think part of it is like, if you ask me what I would take on like a desert Island, I would take concealer. What would you take on a desert island? Concealer, mascara, a lip gloss, and maybe like a blush or a bronzer. Concealer is sort of is not sort of it's multitasking. And so if you have a good creamy concealer, you can put it where you need coverage, you know, and then lessen it out. And that's what people do who don't wear a foundation. And honestly, because of also especially now with Corona and me wearing a mask, I don't wear a foundation at all. I wear concealer. Because I have dark circles. Everyone complains about their dark circles. So I'm obsessed with concealer. So I think if you have a concealer that's creamy, what Bobby Brown probably does, because hers are creamy, she puts it where she feels like she needs it the most. And your skin is good. And like, unless you have terrible skin, you don't necessarily need to wear a full face of foundation. Question. Yeah. 
She said, you do an eye moisturizer, then you do a full face moisturizer. Why is it two separate products? Why can't I put moisturizer under my eyes? What is the difference? Okay, so the eye, the, the area around your eyes is the thinnest skin um, on your face. So, so annoying. So annoying. But you know what? Here's the thing. Like I use face oil. I'm a big proponent of face oil as my moisturizer. And I use it on my whole face. I'm not going to lie. I hope that the people don't get upset. I do have a million eye creams and I love them. But when I'm rushing out of the house and I can't find my eye cream, I will just put face oil just so that my eyes are hydrated. I think the thing is, is that, you know, typically moisturizers or oils are a bit heavier. And if you use, although a lot of eye cream is really hydrating, but if you use, like when I use oil around my eyes, which is often, then you'll find that your mascara will probably run, your eyeliner will run, your eye makeup won't last as long as unless you, unless you put on a primer. But the eye area has the thinnest skin. So they try to formulate products that are more gentle for the eyes. But if you're using oil, you absolutely 100%, you know, if you're in a rush and you are, you're a very busy lady doing a million things, you could use it on your eyes and I think you would be okay. But don't you think that in general, when it comes to the anti-aging situation that she's so into, will you tell tell her that a serum is necessary and so is an eye cream? Because a moisturizer is great, but if you don't have a good serum, it doesn't matter. Right. So right now, Holly, I want you to know I am using a uh, vitamin C serum. That's one of my favorite. And I then put on my face oil and eye cream as well um, and sunscreen 365 days a year. Well, you have um, the most beautiful skin though of anybody I've ever seen. So that's like, very kind. I also do retinol at night. I also exfoliate with these amazing exfoliating pads every day. I mean, I think it's really also another thing about the foundation is, is obviously like you, Holly, when I obviously was younger, I really probably, maybe I wore a lot of foundation. I don't remember, but I had awesome skin as most people do when they're younger. Um, and I think the idea that we try to get across as makeup artists is that it doesn't really matter what makeup that you use. If you're not taking care of your skin, that's true. then the makeup goes on, whether it's Pat McGrath or it's Laura Mercier or it's or NARS it's or wild. it's Maybelline, right? Or wet and wild. If your skin is like not taken care of and dry and oily and messy, like, I'm, and then you say to me, you want the nude makeup look, that's hard for me to achieve because when the skin isn't taken care of or when it's dry, you can see makeup. You can see it on the skin. And that's not what people want. I get annoyed because Nolan and is like, you need this eye serum. You need this. That. And I'm like, it's so expensive. And I don't feel like it's not taking away my wrinkles, but it's just, it's a lot of money. And I'm like, is it really doing anything? That's my beef. Well, the serum, well, the, the serum, like a serum is more expensive than a moisturizer because it's more powerful, correct? It depends on, like, if you get an oil that has tons of antioxidants and tons of anti-agers in it, you could probably get away with using. But I do, listen, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be honest to you and your fans. I do like to spend the money on skincare. It doesn't have to be super expensive, but I'm very into skincare. I always have been. And so I have eye creams and serums and oils because I think... I want to look 12 forever. So, you know, I don't, I'm on, I'm on Nolan's path with that. I do, I do think that like a face moisturizer, like if you were using Olay, I would then use an eye cream separately. There is a difference. It's heavy. It's going to be, and you could, if you ever see those little white bumps, have you ever seen people with those little white bumps under their eyes? That's milia. It's like when your ducts get a little clogged. So um, you want to use something that's lighter in consistency for under the eyes but I love an eye cream. I'm not going to lie. Always no one either. Yelling at me. And let me tell you, I've come a long way. 
I mean, I, have- I mean, I did say you came to Boston with Chloe and you were like, okay, fine. I need some skincare. It was a Sephora VIB sale. And I said to her, do you trust me? She goes, okay, fine. And we went through and I said, okay. So I got her like the Estee Lauder Advanced Night Repair Serum. Which I use every night. Which she use every night, which we could do better on that, but it's highly reviewed. The La Mer Soft Cream and then those Peter Thomas Roth like exfoliating pads. Definitely right. are those pads. That is my jam right there because I so, exercise a lot. And yes. So that, but my, and I'm so oily. I'm like freaking Crisco. I mean, <sighs> I, it's just, I'm very oily and I sweat a lot. So whatever. Any it's gross. Sorry. But my beef is now I, I only do it at night. I need to get in the habit of doing it at night in the morning. That's my problem. Oh, for moisturizer? Yeah. Yes. That's, that's my problem. I mean, when you see women on the subway, because you live in New York City, and when you see people, when I see people and they're, they are committing a fashion crime, I'm like, she has no friends or no mirror because nobody's <laughs> telling her how bad she looks. When you see people on the street, it's kind of like a hairdresser a little bit. Do you say, girl, please, like, who taught you how to do your eyebrows? Like, let me help you out. Or, I mean, do you see people that, what is the most common mistake and crime that you see? So there's a, there's a couple. Um, I think one is sometimes I am taken aback where people were wear like super heavy eyeliner just on the bottom. It's mm-hmm. sort of like, it sort of catches me off guard. Um, does because, it scare you? <laughs> well, it does a little bit, but then I, then on the other side, I'm like, who am I to be judgmental? If they're rocking it and they love it, then like, you know, but that, and, and another thing is like when people, whether it's blush or eyeshadow, you know, you can't really make a mistake if you blend a lot. And sometimes I feel like people don't like they'll have a very heavy contour or, and they won't blend it out or their eyeshadow won't be blended out. Those, yeah, sometimes the eyeliner throws me, makes me a little bit uncomfortable, but you know what? Like if that's your jam, you know, and that's your jam. Bobby Brown says only black mascara. There's red mascara. There's blue, brown, only black ever. You and have the red Kevin Aquan one though, don't you? The burgundy I know, one. No, I have the burgundy mascara, and I was I like, I do Kevin. like a burgundy mascara. Oh, I don't, I don't use it that often, but I do like it. I mean, she said that, and she said, "You." Ne-, she looked right into the camera. She said, "You never contour your nose ever." And I don't contour, but I know. I mean, I, my God, I've seen enough YouTube videos where they look like different people after they're done <laughs> contouring, and I. Right. I wow, I'm thinking, well, what if I did contour? How much younger could I look? But I get it because it looks fake. So I, I get that. So that's the problem, right? Like what you see, again, going back to social media is like when these people are heavily, heavily, heavily contoured, mm-hmm. they're in a room with a light. And if you've ever actually seen a person, I don't know if, I mean, I'm sure no one has, Holly, I don't know if you have, but I have been on sets where I've seen people who have come in like with their own makeup done and they're like contoured and highlighted to the gods. And I, in real life, it is so uncomfortable. I'm like, and we have to say, we're going to take that off now. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's like, you know, it, it like throws me off a little bit because on camera, it probably looks okay. Um, but in real life, when you see people like that, you're like, whoa, hey, oh, okay. And listen, okay, right. Okay, queen, get your life on. And if that's your thing. Right. Um, and actually one time I was doing a makeup at, um, at a fashion show and one of the makeup artists who was gorgeous, I mean, she came and she had so much highlighter contour on. I literally had to like look away from her. And she, the reason I say it, she was like taking away from her beauty. I was so distracted right. by how right. much makeup she had on. And that's not to say that you shouldn't wear a lot of makeup. I just was like, whoa, that's like a lot. Um, 
a gentle a gentle contour never hurt anybody. I mean, I contour the cheekbones, a gentle contour on the nose. Again, I have so many private clients that really want to look like themselves only enhanced. So for me to go through all that, I do always contour the cheek, you know, uh, the cheekbones, but for me to contour a face heavily, um, I think people in, in my genre would not like it. I think they would be like, I, I don't look like myself at all. I do love the terminology. Don't you agree, Nolan? A gentle contour. I love that. A gentle contour. A yeah. gentle contour. And, you know, it was the joke because when I first started the masterclass, I watched RuPaul's masterclass. Of, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Um, is he teaching you how to do drag queen makeup? Yes. Um, Which is amazing, but I don't think you need that for going to Whole Foods. <laughs> oh my God, you're so funny. I mean, I would wear it to Whole Foods, but I'm, I'm an acquired taste. <laughs> I, I would probably wear it to Whole Foods, but see, like, that's a talent that is like next level. Oh, like, it said he, he said it takes them three and a half hours yeah. to get and then full. That's hair. amazing. Yeah. But that's, that's a full drag beat. And that is like unbelievable. They are so skilled. They're so talented. That's a, a thing, you know, but that's not like what you're wearing every day around to like, the, I mean, Nolan again is wearing it to the supermarket, but like most people are not wearing that to the supermarket. But I do want to, you know, give a shout out to RuPaul because yes. he is so all encompassing. He is so loving and such an amazing soul, an amazing person. And it was very interesting to, to learn about him and what he does and the artistry that goes into being that type of performer. I mean, I bitch and complain if, if Nolan makes me wear a four inch heel and spanks. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> it's and true. Crying and getting my makeup done, spending $250 on my makeup and $300 on my hair. And I'm like, yeah, this. And and just to see, you know, it was just really nice. It was, a, you don't see many people like him. It's just, well, really- I mean, drag queens, like getting into your look, it's like Beyonce or Lady Gaga getting ready for a concert. There's, it's a, there's a team effort. Like it oh. takes hours. Yes. <laughs> hours. I, I like to feel like I'm one with the, with the Queens now. I'm like one with the drag Queens. Yes. Yeah. Cause you that are a girl. So we are going to wrap it up, but give me some go-to products that are must-haves for you. I know one is sunscreen. What else? Like I said, I think mascara is very important. I think uh, because it opens up the eyes. I also think a good concealer, blush to or or a bronzer, your choice to warm up the skin, to give you color, and also a nice little lip gloss. Love that. And we can I do talk I do want to say the last fashion crime are those scarecrow eyelashes that the people at the drugstore <laughs> are wearing. I mean, to me, that's a fashion crime. It's if you want to enhance your lashes, great. But I shouldn't say, wow, she got those out of a cracker jack box. Because why is that the trend now? I don't get it. So that's the thing. There's a lot of strange trends. And so that's where a person should be reaching out to me or to you and Nolan to find out what the trends are so that if there's some crazy trends going on, we can modify them for us. We can tell Um, people not to do that, please. (laughs) Yes, we could tell people not to do that, but then they probably would be sad. And, you know, sometimes they like those eyelashes. And so as long as you're not wearing them and Nolan's not wearing them, I'm okay. Like I won't, you know, I'll be good. Well, don't don't count your eggs before they hatch because you never know. What you wish for. Careful what you wish for. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we had that fight over bathing suits and Nolan was trying to get my ass into a bathing suit. I said, both ass cheeks have to fit in them. Okay. Okay. When you start cross-dressing, then you'll understand about the bathing suit cover coverage. And he said, careful. What careful you what you wish for. 
Oh my God. I really actually can't wait to, to see that. Just so you know, uh, Nolan, you never in a, know. Nolan in a bathing suit. I like, <laughs> would love it. I just, he has, some maybe, lovely, he has some lovely fruity swim trunks. Oh my God. I do. I, I, do, I have many prints. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sure they never does. actually get wet though. It's more of like a sit at the beach thing with like a Vogue and a big sun hat. <laughs> like I'm like peak Nantucket mom on vacation. Right. Exactly. It, like, That's really the vibe. And make sure you tell all of your fans to make sure they wear sunscreen. Yes, please wear sunscreen, please. I am guilty of it too. But when I do go out with friends or whatever, I do have this great spray that I got in a gift bag that no one gave me. I I swear to God, it's a spray that came in the when gift bag. What party? When by Chaz Dean. That was was the night you told one of my friends to fuck off and I never spoke to her again afterwards. That is not true. I would never say that because I'm so fucking so great anyway, to her face too. It was priceless. Allison, we oh can find God. you on AllisonWeisel.com and we can also find you on Instagram. Please plug your Instagram. It's at Allison Weisel. It's A-L-L-Y-S-O-N-W-I-S-E-L. Um, you can DM me if you want any suggestions on products or things that we talked about. I'd love it. Thank you so much for being here and oh not being annoyed that we asked you to do this. And take one time. I love you guys. Love you so much. And thanks for being one of our besties. And thanks. And thank you for pretending you actually had a choice. That was nice. (laughs) (laughs) Tell um, Queenie D your baby doll and Henry, your other baby doll that we love them. Okay. I will. Okay. And Schmutz says hi. Schmutz. Love him. Love y'all. We are out. This is Fashion Crimes. Please get on the web and you can see all of our episodes on fashioncrimespodcast.com. Find me on Facebook and Instagram, Holly Katz Styling and Nolan Style by Nolan Meter. And we are out. I'm Holly Katz and you've been listening to Fashion Crimes Podcast. You can follow Fashion Crimes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Do us a solid and go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week as we investigate, discover, and laugh hysterically at ourselves and other people. Thank you for listening.